Welcome to episode one of The World According to Me. I am Reverend Kalis, and I will be speaking to you today on racism. Now, when people talk about racism, they often mistake it for several other things. First, race is defined as a racial or ethnic group. Creed is defined as a faith group. And bigotry is only against those with different opinions, which can be on faith, but is not a racial part of the conversation. There are many types of racial discrimination. There is overt racism, which is in your face. Systemic racism, dog whistle, privilege, fear-based, whitewashed, erasure, and economic. Now we're going to look at racism from five different religious viewpoints. The first one we'll look at is Judaism. Jewish law, lore, and history don't address racism directly. However, the Torah commands 36 times to show concern for strangers among us. One quote is, Naval Vishut HaTorah, being despicable within the permitted boundaries of the Torah. Being holy means not engaging in behaviors that are not specifically forbidden, but are not right either. As far as the evangelicals are concerned, Abraham owned slaves and Paul required runaway slave Onesimus to return to his owner. Evangelicals see sin as individual and not societal. In 1 Corinthians 12:13, For by one spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. This translates loosely into that we are all from the divine, so even though there should be no racism, there are many, many contradictions within the evangelical scriptures. In Islam, Muhammad's farewell address said the only superiority was not skin color or origin, but piety and righteousness. In the Quran, chapter 49, verse 13, it says, O humankind, indeed we have created you from male and female and made you peoples and tribes that you may know one another. Indeed, the most noble of you in the sight of Allah is the most righteous of you. Indeed, Allah is knowing and acquainted. In Buddhism, you believe you have already been every other person and living being in every circumstance in past lives and are to show compassion. Humans should try to understand the reason for suffering 
and make an effort to eradicate the cause by following the eightfold path. And according to the Zoroastrians, you believe in walking the good path to praise Ahura Mazda and rebuke Angra Mayanyo. In Yasna 28 from the Ahunavaiti Gatha, number 4, it says, I who have set my heart on watching over the soul in union with good thought, and as knowing the rewards of Mazda Ahura for our works, will, while I have power and strength, Teach man to seek after right. These are five different takes on racism from five distinctly different religions. However, they all tend to say the same thing. None of us are equal until all of us are equal. And we are all cut from the same cloth. How do we get that to jibe in today's circumstances? It's hard. Um, there are a lot of people struggling with their faith and what they're seeing happening with the coronavirus raging and the racism that's happening across the planet. A lot of people are questioning their faith and how they can do something to coincide their beliefs with their actions. Some people are taking to protesting. Some people are asking their religious leaders to step up and show them the way. And some people are trying to get politicians to do something. None of these things is wrong and none of them is more worthy than the other. We all have our own ways of doing thing and things and there are limitations on what some people can do due to circumstances and disabilities. As long as you are working toward eradicating racism in whatever way you are, you are being proactive and being part of the solution instead of being part of the problem. If we look at any of the religious texts that we have talked about today, all of them are telling you that it is not enough just to think about doing something, but you have to actually go out and do something. Being pious and, and studying your religious text are not enough. You have to actually do something so that the right, righteousness of your soul is spread to those who may not be on the right path. In some cultures, there is no such thing as racism. Some cultures do not believe at all that anyone is inferior to them. They believe only that they are all, all of one, made from one, and live as one. Other cultures are inherently based 
on racism, who believe that one set is greater than all others, and therefore should have dominion over them. What you believe is what you believe. There, there is no wrong faith. Whether you're a satanic follower or a follower of Vishna, if you read the Bible or you read the Book of Mormon, your faith is not wrong. All faiths are equal. And all faiths have the same basic, basic premise. There should be no discrimination based on race, color, creed, or nation of origin. Now, while cultures and a faith may clash, while some cultures believe in dominion, faiths, on the other hand, generally do not. If we take the settings of the religious texts and place them into modern society, sometimes it is hard to figure out what they're trying to say. But we have to use our own eyes and our own ears and listen. Listen to what the Spirit is telling you Listen to what your faith is divining for you. And listen to your heart. We all know that racism is wrong. We all know that it should be stopped. And how we do it is really dependent on what we believe in. It is not based on what we've been taught by other men. Man has taken to changing the meaning of religious texts over time to suit his own purposes, to cause fear in people, and to control people. The texts themselves, however, all have the same basic messages that they did when they were first written. We should love one another. We should treat strangers as one of us. And we should try to find a way to bring peace. Whatever you believe in, whatever religious text you follow, or if you don't follow one at all, your beliefs and your faith in whatever you believe in has to be the driving force for change. Not just in one country, but in all countries. Not just among one people, but among all peoples. We are all in this together, whether we want to believe that or not. And in the end, everyone dies. Some believe in reincarnation, some do not, some believe in heaven, and some do not. But we all end our existence at some point in time. 
And what we do before we get to the end of that existence is vitally important. We need to use our time here on Earth to do the best we can do, not just for ourselves, but for others. Whether it's paying for somebody's groceries, giving someone a lift in the rain, or protesting against systemic racism, which has been killing black people for centuries. We all have a part to play, and we have to play that part. Faith was never based on just believing. It was always based on action. It is time to take action and bring the world back to a place of peace. Whatever you can do, maybe you can go out and protest every night. That's great. Maybe you can write to all the leaders of your political organization. That's also great. Maybe you can convince people to get out and vote. Maybe you can take some information from online and spread it among people. Any action that you take is a worthy action. And it is cementing your faith. We talk about people who sit at home and do nothing as being apathetic. We need to change the apathy to empathy. We need to change the hate to creation. And we need to teach love. Children are not born hating, discriminating. We, they are taught that. And any parent out there who has a child needs to teach love, acceptance, empathy, compassion. With each new generation, we have a chance to make the world a better place whether that be teaching from clergy, teaching from teachers, teaching from mentors or coaches, grandparents, or friends at school. Everyone has a chance to make the world a better place and end racism. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.